And this is Sermunition Sunday, number 78, Meditations Intended to Equip the Church Militant for Spiritual Warfare. And I'm the warrior priest, Donovan Riley. This is the word of the Lord that came to me, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Amen. In today's gospel lesson, we hear about the story of the Canaanite woman who came to Jesus to heal her daughter. This is a story that speaks to the depth of a parent's love for their child and the fear and frustration that can accompany faith when we must wait on God to answer our prayers. The story is found in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Jesus has been ministering in the region of Tyre and Sidon when a woman from Canaan comes to him, crying out for mercy. Her daughter is possessed by a demon, and she begs Jesus to heal her. Now, the Canaanites, they were considered by many Jewish folks to be a pagan people, outside of God's covenant. Jesus and his disciples were likely surprised to be approached by this woman, who was not only a Gentile, but also a woman from a culture that was seen as hostile to the Jewish people. Jesus initially seems to reject her, saying, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. But the woman persists, kneeling in front of him and saying, Lord, help me. And then comes the part of the story that can be difficult for us to understand. Jesus says to her, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Now it would be easy to jump to our own conclusion to interpret this as Jesus being dismissive or even cruel to the woman. But there is something else going on here, something profound. Jesus is hunting up faith. Jesus is testing faith. He is challenging her to persist in her request, even when it seems like all hope is lost. And in doing so, he is demonstrating the power of faith and trust in God's mercy and grace, first to his disciples, who have no faith, who do not have any compassion for this woman or her daughter, and therefore, because they do not recognize Jesus as Savior, they do not recognize this woman as a lost sheep. They do not see the faith that comes out of her mouth as she begs Jesus for mercy and for grace. And so she responds, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. It's a remarkable statement of faith. Remarkable. The woman is saying, in effect, that I know that I am an outsider. I know that I don't have a place at the table. But even so, I believe that you have the power to heal my daughter, and I trust that you will show me mercy. And Jesus responds with amazement and with admiration, saying, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. So when Jesus tests faith, when he tests the Canaanite woman's faith, to point to faith for his disciples who have no faith, to hunt up faith in this woman, he is not doing it so that he can judge her or punish her. He does it to strengthen faith, to deepen faith in God's grace and mercy. He is challenging this woman to trust in him, even when it seems like all hope is lost. This also speaks to the depths 
of a parent's love for their child. The Canaanite woman was willing to do whatever it took to get her daughter the help that she needed, even if it meant going to a Jewish rabbi and begging him for mercy. And Jesus, in his infinite love and his infinite compassion, was willing to extend healing to this outsider because of her faith and her love for her child. Second, this story reminds us that we can always go to God with our prayers and our petitions. Even when we feel like outsiders, even when we feel like we don't have a place at the table, even when we feel like our requests are too small or too insignificant to matter, we can still come to God in faith and trust that he will hear us and respond. In fact, it is precisely in those moments, precisely in those moments when we feel like outsiders or when we feel like our prayers are too small or too insignificant that we need to turn to God the most, we need to remember that on account of our baptism into Christ, we are beloved children of God and that he cares for us deeply. We need to trust that he hears our prayers and that he will respond in his own time and in his own way. It is also important to note that the Canaanite woman's persistence in her request was not born out of entitlement, it was not born out of presumption, but out of faith, trusting in Jesus' power to heal her daughter. She recognizes Jesus as Lord, and she believed that he had the authority, the power to heal her daughter. And so, she persisted in her request, not because she felt like she deserved it, but because she believed in Jesus' love and mercy. And in the same way, when we go to God with our prayers and our petitions, we do so with humility and trust, recognizing that it is not about what we deserve or what we have done, but what God has promised in his grace and his mercy. And when we do that, he gives us hope. He gives us comfort in the knowledge that we are not alone and that he is our Emmanuel, the God who is always with us and that he cares for us deeply. We can trust that he will work all things together for our good and that he will use our prayers and he will use our petitions to bring about his will in our lives and in the world. And there's one other thing, a third aspect to the story that is also important to focus on. And that is the fear and the frustration that can come when we must wait on God to answer our prayers. The Canaanite woman did not receive an immediate response from Jesus. Instead, she had to persist in her request, even in the face of apparent rejection. When our child is sick, when our child is in need, we want to do whatever it takes to help them. We want to take away their pain. We want to make everything better. But sometimes, sometimes we are forced to wait. We are forced to endure that feeling of powerlessness and uncertainty. And that can be the most difficult place of all to be. And then we find ourselves asking, God, why aren't you answering my prayers? Why won't you heal my child? And we get angry, and we get frustrated, and we can even feel abandoned by God. But it is precisely in those moments of waiting 
in those moments of uncertainty that our faith is hunted up, it is tested, and it is strengthened. And we are forced to confront the reality that we are not in control. We cannot fix everything. And we must trust in God's wisdom and timing. It's also in those moments that we find comfort and hope in the example of Jesus' response to the Canaanite woman. She persisted in her request, even when it seemed like Jesus was not listening to her. She trusted that he had the power to heal her daughter, even when it seemed like all hope was lost. And ultimately, she was rewarded for her faith and her persistence. And that is a powerful lesson for us as parents, as caregivers, as human beings. We may not always get the answers that we want, and we may not always get the answers when we want them. We may have to wait, and we may have to endure uncertainty and fear. But we can trust that our Heavenly Father hears our prayers, and that He is working for our good in ways that we cannot see or even understand. And in those moments of waiting, in those moments of uncertainty, we can cling to the promise of Christ's love and mercy. We can remember that He came to heal the sick, to comfort the afflicted, to restore the brokenhearted. We can trust that He is with us in our pain, and that He will never abandon or forsake us. God is our Emmanuel, the God who is always present with us, even in our darkest moments especially in our darkest moments. And we believe that God's love and mercy are always available to us, no matter what we are going through. So when we look at the story of the Canaanite mother, we see a powerful example of this truth. Even when it seemed like Jesus was ignoring her, even when he called her a dog, she did not give up hope. She persisted in her request, trusting in the mercy and the love of Christ. And in the end, her faith, her persistence, was rewarded. And again, in the same way, when we are faced with illness or other forms of suffering, we can cling to the promise of Christ's love and mercy for us. We can trust that he is with us in our pain, that he will never abandon or forsake us, and that he hears us, and he will answer us, and he will grant healing. And when we doubt, and we will doubt, and when we struggle, and we will struggle greatly, and when we are afraid and it seems that all hope is lost, God has given us his word and the sacraments. We are given these gifts from God to strengthen and renew faith, turning us again to his love and mercy for us, especially when we doubt, especially when we struggle, especially when we are afraid and we feel as if all hope is lost. And more than that, God's word and sacraments point us to the fact that Christ has already won the victory over sin, over death, and over the devil through his death and resurrection. And this means that ultimately our hope for healing, even in the midst of our suffering, is grounded in our faith that one day we will be reunited with Christ and all of those who have gone before us into the resurrection to eternal life. So in our moments of waiting, and in our moments of uncertainty, we can trust in the promise of Christ's love and mercy, 
we turn to him in prayer, and we receive strength from his words. We receive the sacraments as a tangible, graspable reminder that he is always with us. And we have hope. Hope in the knowledge that one day we will be reunited with him in glory. And so today, God again reminds us and assures us that when we depart from this place, we leave with a renewed faith and trust in God's goodness and mercy. And we are shown the example of the Canaanite woman and the depth of a parent's love for their child. And in this, we are given the certainty that no matter how long we must wait, no matter how difficult our circumstances may be, we are never alone. We are never abandoned. Because Christ Jesus is with us, always, today, and forever. This is the word of the Lord that came to me, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Amen.